Okay, so, right, I think the recording's good. So, uh, welcome to the next MAV Brown Bag with myself, Greg Robertson. Um, I haven't hosted for quite a while, so it's good to be back. What we're doing is we're going to try and start a whole Google Cloud Professional series. So, obviously, this is one of the, the big public cloud providers. It's something that a lot of people are starting to learn. There's a lot of demand from different customers for people to understand it, even if they're just comparing it to other public cloud, public cloud providers. Um, try not to lose my teeth there. And, yeah, also, obviously, everyone decided to move towards multi-cloud. So, Conrad was gracious enough to get us started on the series. Um, he actually reached out and said, why don't we start the series? So that's always nice as well. Uh, so Conrad's going to be going over the getting Google Cloud Professional Certified, how to start. Um, so, yeah, it's, this has actually been um, recorded kind of on demand. So it's only Conrad and I. So I'm not going to tell everybody ask questions. But if you do have any questions, you can obviously use the V Brown Bag Twitter account um, or use the V Brown Bag hashtag. And um, Conrad is also available on Twitter. So if you want to give any feedback, ask any questions, anything else like that, I think Conrad's actually gotten past all three uh, Google Cloud Professional exams. So um, he's obviously going to have a wealth of knowledge. And if you're watching this and you're not based in Europe, Middle East, or Africa, and you're based in the US or Asia Pacific, we do have other V Brown bags running. So uh, do reach, do look for those. Sign up for them. Um, we even have Latin American ones. So we're speaking in um, Spanish. And I've actually even missed uh, the Brazilian one. How could I have forgotten the Brazilian one? The, the Brazilian guys are also doing it. They're doing it in Portuguese. Um, it's actually going like wildfire. It's actually amazing the stuff that they've been able to do with that. So, yeah, if you speak Portuguese, um, please reach out to those guys. They've got really great stuff and they've got loads of recordings. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I think let me hand over the reins to Conrad and then he can kind of go from there. Okay, great. Um, let me see how I can do this. So I'll make you host. <laughs> and then we can go from there. Let me start sharing. So uh, let me know if you see my screen. Yep, Google Cloud Professional Certification, begin your journey. That's great. Okay, Greg, so first of all, thanks a lot for uh, getting this uh, getting this real. <laughs> so I'm really mm -hmm. excited to start this series uh, uh, with you. What, what, what I'm uh, planning to do here is just to give you uh, like a brief idea of what Google certifications there are on the market and how to prepare for them and basically how to begin your uh, journey. Okay, so uh, why are we here? So uh, for me, uh, it's important to do this with the brown bag because my uh, experience, my background is basically VMware. And I think for the people that are watching the brown bags, it's the same case. So I want to show you um, from a VMware engineer perspective how to tackle the subject. Um, why should you learn G, uh, GCP? Uh, I think, it, you know, you just can't stop on VMware. You, 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 probably most of you are familiar with AWS, but, you know, you need to broaden um, your perspective. Uh, look what other cloud providers um, can provide you 
but GCP has some strengths that AWS don't. So it's always, uh, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm basically believing in the continuous learning. Um, so I, I hope that more and more people will start learning GCP after we start the series. Okay, and as I said, it's a great learning opportunity. Uh, meet new people. So I hope um, we, we in the future will make some series online. The guys can ask questions, but as Greg said, um, I'm really happy to answer any questions you might have uh, on Twitter. Okay, uh, who am I? Um, just for those who have never met me or never heard of me, um, I'm a cloud automation architect. I work for Atos. I've been working with VMware Technologies for uh, like eight years, mainly concentrating on automation, uh, VRO, VRA. Um, I live in Poland, but I work for the global organization. Um, as I said, the VMware background. And um, I must admit I'm a certification junkie. So uh, I can't stop just doing uh, more and more certificates. I have around 30 of them, um, including the GCP recently, uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, I'm also a VMware certified design expert like you are, correct? Um, so we have some perspective to um, how much effort it will uh, take to do with the Google exams. Um, I try to commit to the communities. So I set up a Google Cloud Developer Community um, um, in Bydgoszcz in Poland, and I'm also a leader for AWS user a group community. Um, so there is a chance to open such community in your hometowns, guys. Um, I've met so many people, a lot of developers, because uh, Google is all about focus on developers. So I met so many people and could change my perspective a little bit from being an infrastructure guy to look from the second from the from the other side um, of the scene and look what developers actually need um, and also try to commit to v brown bags as much as possible which is also great fun okay the starting point so as i said i wanted to show you what the journey would look like from an infrastructure guy perspective so i have a couple of years working experience working with infrastructure I have very little experience with big data and machine learning, which I find the most challenging part of those examinations. And I have some, some knowledge about public cloud, but as I said, I'm mainly working with private cloud, but I try to broaden my, my knowledge in the public cloud sector as well. Okay, uh, starting with something that I always take care of at the very beginning, understand what my resources will be. Um, so I'm not trying to advertise anything in here. I'm just saying what works for me. Um, so um, Google has actually an official Coursera training, uh, which we are very lucky to have um, as a partner. Um, it's really good. It has a lot of courses, uh, allows you to understand the basis, uh, but also has some specialization. So have a look at this. I think by the, the, the end of the last year, there were some... Really, it, it was on sale, so you could actually use it for a month without paying anything, test it. But I would invest in Coursera if, um, if you want to take the exams. Um, the second resource is the Linux Academy. I found it very useful, not only for Google Cloud, but also for AWS. I think it's, uh, it's actually, for me, it was a must. So for the cloud architect especially, the training is really good. It's quite lengthy, but it covers everything you really need to pass the exam. Um, also, some of the topics that are probably not going to be covered as in-depth as you would like to. So 
I always use Google, uh, YouTube um, to search for the content for like for, for the Google Next. So Google Next is basically a conference for Google Cloud happening, I think, twice a year. Uh, I might be wrong here, but I, I think it, it does happen in, uh, in Europe and, uh, and in US. I need to clarify that. But it's really good content. It's um, some sort like uh, reInvent. And finally, you need to get some um, hands-on experience. Fortunately, there are quick, on laps, quick laps. So um, you have a number of scenarios for different uh, services that Google offers. And you have two types of lab. You, can, you have a um, self-paced lab when you have the exact instructions what you need to do. But you have also quests, uh, challenges, uh, where you're tasked with a particular, uh, particular solution to make and you don't have any instructions. So they're checking if you, you are able to fulfill the task without being instructed. And finally, the free tier. So Google fortunately offers like a $300 for everyone uh, to test Google Cloud. Uh, some of the services won't be available and you would need to enable the B-Link, but it's the other way um, for testing your knowledge. But I, I really encourage you to look at the Quick Labs as well. It's not that expensive. Um, you can either pay per points or um, you can just uh, buy it for a month or two months and then you have unlimited uh, access to it. Okay, in terms of timelines, yeah, um, you, you know, you always for the certification, we need to spend private time, time um, to study. Uh, depending on your knowledge of um, public cloud and in general about cloud, uh, with my experience, I've uh, been shown before, estimated 80 to 120 hours uh, per exam. So for, for the cloud engineer, it can be smaller, um, but if, if you have done already the cloud architect, but still remember it's, a, it's an effort. Okay, um, so it's 100 hours. How do you get all this time? Okay, so uh, I mean, this is a general practice for, for, for any exam. Set your priorities, yeah. If you, I mean, sometimes you need to sacrifice other goals uh, and set the priority on the exam. Uh, so that, that's what I did with Google. So I, I just, I just realized I want to do it in a certain period of time and just make it a priority. And having it as a priority, you can you know, use a couple of tools. So if you have a tablet or, or a mobile phone, um, you, can, you can install Coursera, Coursera on the tablet. So whenever you have a free time, you can watch the videos on your tablet. Uh, the other thing that I found really helpful um, is this application self-control. So I, I do use it quite often whenever I, I study. I just set this up. I block everything that can be disturbing um, for a three hours uh, block. Um, and then I can concentrate only, um, only on the study. The other thing that was quite surprising, because I've been talking about this with my colleagues and they never used it, is speeding up the playback. So I... Honestly, um, so sometimes it's really boring to uh, watch the videos at the normal speed. Um, depends on the presenter. So I never watch the videos with the speed less than one and a half rate. 
<laughs> I do the same. <laughs> I, I can't listen to videos at normal speed anymore. I've been so used to one and a half speed. <laughs> yeah, this allows you to concentrate a little bit more as well, right? Because if you if you concentrate for a second, you're it's gone. Yeah, you you don't know what's going mm. on. I recently switched to two times speed, and this is this is really oh, wow. cool because uh, you can make the whole course in just half time. Yeah. Um, really great way to to watch those videos. Um, what what works for me is waking up early um, after eight hour of work or more. I don't really feel like uh, studying anymore, so that's the first thing I do in the morning. Depends of obviously on your family situation and your commitments, right? Um, and finally, two things that are last but not least: uh, make sure your family will support you. And also your manager, or if you if if you want to do it in your work time as well, maybe uh, your company is looking at being a Google partner. Reach out to your manager um, and ask him to help you with with the time to spend it, maybe as a training. Okay, uh, how you do ten years of experience in five years? Obviously, overtimes, right? So <laughs> if you want to get more. You just need to spend more time. Okay, I really like this um, this uh, this picture. Uh, we've been using this with my colleague for when we've been doing the PCDX. It's uh, you probably agree with this, uh, correct? That this is how the journey looks like when you starting with something you uh, never worked before. Um, yeah, that that swamp of despair. <laughs> As you're saying, both of us have done the VCDX. I think a lot of us have spent a lot of time on that swamp of despair before you got to start going up that hill. Gosh. Yeah, but there are some points that are very important here, right? You see that this is really fun because you're starting something, uh, something bad, uh, something, uh, something new and something really exciting. Then you get here, but finally remember that uh, it will be fun again uh, after a while. Well, you see all those puzzles come together um, uh, and, and you can actually really easily use those services um, to provision applications, deploy applications. Okay, enough of talking of the general tips of how to um, start the certification. Let's have a look what's actually available. Um, so currently you have uh, like four certifications related to uh, GCP. Um, so those two, uh, I think if you start uh, working with GCP, that's what you should be looking at because it's like an essence of uh, what you will be looking uh, working with uh, in Google. Uh, so there's a professional cloud architect, a data engineer, um, and this is, this is basically allowing you to understand how to design solutions based on, on Google and also understand the big data part of Google, which is big, and uh, that's the strength of Google. Um, you also have a uh, cloud associate uh, engineer and the um, um, cloud developer exam, which is in beta. Um, I was, uh, I had a chance to participate in this beta. It's unfortunately, it's not available anymore. Um, I think the results, I was told the results are uh, gonna be in, in June or July. Um, but I also heard that they're going to be available by the end of this uh, month. I wouldn't be surprised if it takes so much time 
uh, for Google to evaluate the, the results. Okay, and again, so uh, Cloud Engineer, so this is very basic. You can either, the good news is that you can either take it or not. It really depends on, on, on you. Um, you don't need to do associate exams um, to take the professional exams. And this is something I would compare to AWS SysOps exam, um, but heavily concentrating on a console. So you definitely uh, need to know how to use the console. Um, so it's not enough, it's, it, it's not concentrating that much on the architectural part, but you definitely need to know how to configure um, all the services. Uh, Cloud Architect, and this is something I would compare to AWS uh, Solution Architect. Um, so it's not going that deep into console, not that deep into configuration, but it's um, talking. It's, it's concentrating on all the services that there are. Uh, there are not that many, fortunately. Don't uh, don't be scared. It's not AWS with uh, hundreds of services. Uh, I think it's crafted for purpose and, and uh, I think there's uh, around like 20 services. So it concentrates both on the infrastructure, on the compute network, but also on uh, big data and machine learning, but it's not going that in depth. Uh, data engineer, this is heavily concentrating on, on data, on analysis and including uh, machine learning. I think I found this the toughest one uh, because I'm not working with 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 data uh, on a daily basis, so I have a couple of tips later on to show you how to start with this. Because the topics of machine learning can be scary, uh, scary for 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 people. But I think setting up for this exam will allow you to start the journey with the machine learning, starting to understand machine learning. So I would definitely recommend to go for this exam. Did you have to learn any Python for any of the exams? Yeah, that's uh, fortunately I have some basis of Python. So um, I'm mainly, you know, my, my background is Java, JavaScript, PowerShell. That's what I'm mm. using with VMware platforms. Um, you, so for this exam, for the beta exam here, um, they mm. say you don't need to, you, you, need, you should know one language. Uh, mm -hmm. will be helpful but I honestly think <laughs> that's not uh, exactly true I think in general you should know uh, at least like some basis of even you should know Python maybe but mm -hmm. you should also know other languages because if you are not able at least the basis you know how to con uh, how yeah. the function is constructed how the objects are constructed because you can find this in those exams and it's much easier. Uh, you, don't, you don't need to be a programmer, but you need to understand how to read the code. Uh, yeah, if you find a loop in there, you should not be surprised <laughs> and spend too much time. It's not really complicated, but I think at least knowing Python, as you mentioned, which is probably the mm. easiest option to learn, uh, will be very mm -hmm. helpful here. Okay, brilliant. That, that, that's good because I think we're going to start one at some point with the US guys doing a whole Python, but from a VMware administrator's, administrator's perspective. So maybe it will tie in nicely then. 
Yeah, in, in general, knowing Python uh, and work, I, I think that would be the mm, language of choice if we talk about mm. uh, because there are so many services using Python and yeah, deployment manager uses Python and all, all the machine learning services. Uh, mm. You know, Python would be language of choice there. Yeah, and in general, I think you will agree that it's a good investment to learn Python. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so this is the developer exam. Hopefully, I've, I would expect it, it's coming up uh, in Q1. Beta, it's, it's in beta, it's four, it was four hours, uh, like 100 questions. Quite, quite tiring exam, to be honest. Nothing to compare to VCAPs, of course. <laughs> uh, but, but, well, quite an experience. Okay, so let's start uh, with, with, with the tips. So what, what would be the general process that I would suggest you to do? Um, I'll just finish either Coursera on Linux Academy. I honestly prefer Linux Academy. Uh, definitely do quick, on la quick laps, sorry. Um, you need to have some hands-on experience. You will find out that if you just watch the, uh, watch the videos without doing any laps, uh, you will have problems in the exam. Um, then you need to book the exams. The process is really simple. Um, attend the exam, two hours. The exam is basically single or multiple choice. We don't have any drop downs like you would have in the VCAPS exam or uh, VCP exams. I haven't done a VCP exam for a while, so <laughs> I don't remember how it looked like. Uh, but this is basically single and multiple choice. Um, you have a split screen, so uh, there will be scenarios in the exam. Fortunately, the scenarios are available to you upfront. You can see, find it on the Google certification website. Um, so you don't need to scroll, well, uh, you don't need to switch screens and so on. So basically, the screen is split into two. Um, you can obviously resize the right and left pane, um, but you always have the access to the scenarios. Um, something I found really helpful is you can mark the questions for review. I know that there are some exams that don't allow you to uh, review the questions. You need to answer and you can't come back. Um, so yeah, this, I, I use this heavily. <laughs> okay. Um, the general tips I have is really look for the keywords. I know, you know, there, if you're going for the exam, it's not exactly the same as you, when you learn the platform. So those you need to concentrate on, on, on a couple of things that, that are exam related. Um, so look for the keywords because it's, it's going to be helpful for a couple of exam for, for a couple of questions for sure. Um, and read the questions really carefully. Um, it's maybe me, I'm not a native speaker, but, um, I found a couple of times already in those exams that, uh, when I was reviewing them, uh, I didn't notice a single word that completely changed, uh, change, uh, and I completely changed my mind to the answer. Um, I would leave the most difficult question to the end. The, the, there might be some questions which require um, quite a lengthy reading. So, and some of those that uh, contain code as well. And I was not uh, sure I, I completely understand that. I would leave it for the end and mark it and, and just, just do the easy wins first. Um, 
what I see, I would aim to finish all the questions within one hour and then have the one hour remaining for review and read the questions again. Um, that's, that's very helpful. Okay, uh, we've been talking about quick labs, uh, that there are challenges, there are some troubleshooting labs as well. Um, so this is what is a must for sure. Um, have a look at those labs, the cloud architectures baseline uh, for data ML and AI uh, and the data engineering. It depends which exam you take, but this, I think it's, if you need to take some labs, just at least take those um, as a bare minimum. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, and the CLI, fortunately, this is, this is quite simple with, with Google. So you have, um, well, we probably have more comments, but th those are that you will definitely need for the exam. So uh, with Google, you can do almost everything with, uh, with G Cloud comment. Uh, of course, you have really nice uh, referencing here. There are also some uh, labs in, in Quick Labs to, to use the G Cloud comment to make yourself familiar with it. But just make sure that if you go for the um, cloud engineer exam for every major service that there is um, in the exam guide, you know how to deploy it and how to manage it using G Cloud. Uh, the next one is GSUtil. So GSUtil is used for the um, cloud storage. It's for creating buckets, managing the objects um, in the bucket, and also copy copying the objects from the bucket uh, to uh, a local local machine, etc. And finally, something that is not being heavily tested, but it's good to know: um, the BigQuery comment. So this is a tool, a uh, command line that that will allow you to manage uh, BigQuery. And of course, this is all really good. It has really good documentation. The Google documentation is just great. Okay, um, and I was talking about the scenarios. And so depending on, on the exam, you will have one or more scenarios. Um, they're publicly available. Uh, what I have done, print them out and highlight any keywords. So you will see that um, some services are um, designed for particular use case. And it's really good to just take the scenarios, highlight the keywords, read it a couple of times, and think about the design that you would propose for this, uh, this particular use case. Uh, think about the services that, that might be useful. Think uh, like some, why some services cannot be used. Uh, what are the anti-patterns for those scenarios, mm, etc. So take advantage of it because it's something you have up front and you can really well prepare for this. Okay, and some keywords and, and phrases that uh, I found uh, very useful. So it seems like, remember, like containers, it, it will be Kubernetes because there is, well, you can deploy containers on uh, Google Cloud instances as well. But basically containers equals to kubernetes in the gcp uh, world if we're talking about cloud native that also would be containers um, if we're talking about the uh, workloads being portable portable those also will be containers um, data flow and data proc those are <clears throat> data analysis tools uh big data tools so you know, depending if you're using Hadoop and Spark, you would usually use Dataproc. 
um, when you need to do batch and stream jobs that would be data flow. Uh, and finally, for uh, for IoT, you usually would use Bigtable. Um, when I'm saying those are the keywords, uh, be very cautious. Uh, read the questions um, and check if there are actually <laughs> if there are no traps. Because even though you find those keywords and you can immediately say, okay, those will be containers, read the question carefully because uh, it can be a tricky question. Okay, um, and the key topics uh, for each of those um, exams. So, you, as I said on the Google certification website, you, you can see the exam guides. Um, personally, I have troubles to clearly understand uh, what is required from me reading those guides. So for me, it's very ambiguous what they, what they say. It's, it's very general, but it doesn't concentrate on technologies, which I think is fine because it's showing you from high level what kind of task you should be able to do, what the requirements would be. But uh, starting, uh, having, well, starting from a zero level where you don't have experience with Google Cloud, it might be challenging to understand what exact technologies you should start working with. So this is what I've tried to put together uh, here. So for the cloud engineer, those are the services that I would start with. You definitely need to know um, identity and access management. Uh, um, will test you on networking quite heavily, all the compute and storage options, uh, monitoring with stack driver, the big data is very basic, um, but still you need to understand what the use cases are. Uh, and finally, console. This is all about console. So as I said, for every service they will be testing you on, you, you need to know how to configure it with a console. It's basically Google is very API driven, so everything can be done through API, SDK, or, or the console. And make sure you can actually uh, deploy the SDK for Google yourself. Uh, there is a really cool feature called Cloud Shell. So it's a virtual machine that you can deploy in Google and you have uh, the SDK installed, a lot of tool instant installed. But make sure you can do it from scratch so you know how to install all those um, SDKs, all those tools on your machine. Okay, uh, Cloud Architect, again, um, I am, this is actually tested on every single um, every single exam. Make sure that you understand IAM and also um, on a very granular level for each service. Fortunately, it's not so uh, not so difficult. Um, Google has a really nice comparison uh, of all the services uh, IAM roles. Um, so have a look at this. Um, cloud storage options, compute options again. Uh, monitoring with Stackdriver, of course. Um, there is very basic networking. I don't really uh, understand why this networking is not a focus of the cloud architect, um, but for some reason that's how it is. Um, the basic big data, the, the big data topics are in the data engineer. Uh, we need to understand billing and how to, one of the things that I found uh, really interesting in this exam that they're testing you on move of data. So moving data from your 
from on-premise or archiving data and so on. This is, seems like a, quite a big part of this exam. Okay, and finally, uh, data engineer, all about uh, big data, data analysis. Um, so what I have involved here is the BigQuery. Uh, you really need, if you don't know BigQuery, just don't, <laughs> don't attend this exam. I feel like the half of this exam is, is question on BigQuery. Um, you need to know SQL queries as well. Um, and also advanced SQL queries. Expect that they will be testing you on this. Uh, how to create advanced queries with joins and so on. Um, maybe for guys that work with, uh, with databases, that's uh, not a big deal. Or for developers, for infrastructure guys, I think there is some, there, there might be some gap to fill in. Uh, interestingly enough, again, I am. This is also heavily tested in the data engineer, which you might not have expected, but it's, it's a big part of this exam. Uh, you need to understand the theory of machine learning. So some questions that well, GCP offers a couple of services that will help you with, uh, with machine learning, um, but they also expect you to understand the theory, the different models, uh, and so on. I have some tips later on to show you how to start this. Um, how to speed up learning process, of course, in machine learning. Uh, where to store the data, how to import the data. Um, so, you know, you need to get this data somehow into the databases or, or BigQuery. So you need to understand how to move this data, how to import this, how to export it as well. Uh, you need to understand data flow. This is, again, something that might be quite uh, time-consuming to learn, uh, including data proc as well. Um, and yeah, troubleshooting of importing, importing the data. So this is very heavily concentrating on how to move data and analyze data. Uh, okay, couple of things that are very basic um, and you can find on the Google, uh, Google site, uh, Google Cloud Platform site. So Google allows to give you those, those sort of algorithms where you can see uh, depending on your use case, which um, storage uh, to use. I think those slides, we can attach them to uh, once we have this published. So you guys will have the links to this. But this is, this is something you definitely need to go for. Uh, you need to know for every exam. Just choose the proper storage for your use case. Okay, data pipelines. So again, something that for infrastructure guys is it might be uh, quite mysterious. Um, so you will be tested, especially in the data engineer exam on data pipelines. So to understand how the data gets into the cloud, um, how it's uh, how it's being queued, uh, what services can be used for queuing. Um, how it's put in the right order, how it's uh, then processed, and how it can be analyzed. Um, so there is one really good uh, lab in Quick Labs, and I, I need to put it in the references as well, which shows you um, a scenario when you have uh, um, some sort of sensors that are using the Internet of Things protocols to get the data in cloud, and then they get analyzed, then they get, well, they get ingested 
processed, analyzed. I think the only part that I'm missing there is the presentation of this data later on, but it gives you a really good overview of what the use cases for those data pipelines are. Okay, and data flow and data proc, those services are quite, uh, they have a very similar use case. Um, in the data engineer uh, exam, you need to know much more in depth of those services, but for the other exams, you just need to know the basis when to use each one. Um, so using this algorithm here, um, you can easily find out if, if you should be using data proc and data flow according to GCP uh, best practices. Okay, uh, and the most interesting topic, <laughs> machine learning. So very fashionable, uh, but how to start? Mm, so yeah, I've been watching Coursera. Coursera has a um, training on ML. Linux Academy has some uh, episodes on uh, machine learning as well but at Coursera I found it really difficult to follow it was uh, like very lengthy um, and, and, and it was not getting to the point I think uh, what I have found out are those AI adventures um, so this brings you in a very easy way those uh, as you can see it's like five minutes each topic so it will take you from the very basis uh, to some advanced um, advanced topic as well. You don't need to have, you don't need to watch them all, but I think once you watch like five or six episodes, you will start to understand what the use cases for machine learning are, um, what models there are, and, and how Google will actually help you to leverage uh, uh, AI and ML uh, easily. Okay, uh, one more uh, link here for the explanation of neural networks. So that's uh, something I found on YouTube. Very useful to understand neural networks. Uh, the AI adventures, I think they also explain that, but this is like 20 minutes. I think all you need to have a basic idea of uh, what neural networks are. And it's, it's a topic that appears in the exam as well. Uh, TensorFlow Playground, it's a really cool tool. I'm not sure, I think probably that's done by Google because TensorFlow, I think that's coming from Google. Um, so basically here, once you get some idea uh, of the models that can be created, um, you actually have like a UI where you can define different layers, um, you can define the features that you'll be using in your model and you can see, you can also set up uh, what are the, uh, you can choose the problem type, you can choose the data, how much data will be injected for learning, how much data will be used for testing and then you can find out uh, what, how, how, what, what is your loss rate and how good your uh, model is. Yeah. It's all about uh, feature engineering. Um, I think you know it's really good to understand this. I'm not. Maybe some people will drift into this career of features engineer. Uh, I think though it's it's it is a must these days to understand at least the basis, right? Because everything's going to use ML uh, these days. 
and just grasping at least the basis. It helped me a lot to understand what's actually going on in the market and why this is, this is so cool. Okay, uh, we have all those tips. Um, and finally, you have, you have spent a couple or hundreds of hours uh, studying um, and then you want to test yourself. So there are a couple of uh, possibilities. You have the Google official practice test. Um, so on the Google certification website, uh, they have the link for registering, but they also have the guides. And from there, you can uh, get this Google official practice test. Uh, also, Linux Academy has so, some tests available. Uh, I think it's, it's also almost like the exam. I think it was 50 questions. Um, and those are really good because you, you, uh, if you never took the Google exam, you will understand what sort of questions, how the questions are constructed, what sort, what sort of answers are going to be there. I think for people that um, did a lot of VMware certification, they know what to expect. This is completely new exam. It's not like, um, I think it's also much different from AWS. Um, some questions might, well, for me at least, maybe it's my English, but they seem uh, a little bit complicated or uh, I want to call it odd. <laughs> But sort of. Um, so it's good to, to look at those questions just to mentally prepare for the exam. Uh, one important thing, don't expect that any of those questions uh, will appear in the real exam. So even though they're good preparation, uh, they will allow you to understand what you can expect. Uh, they're not appearing in the exam. Okay, um, and finally, a uh, couple of references, so the basic docs um, that I can uh, recommend. So the certification, of course, uh, website where you have all those exams explained, the Cloud Architect certification, which I think you should start with. Um, solutions, this is really cool website. Have a look at this because it shows you different use cases and it's like reference architecture for different use cases so sometimes very simple but it has some more complex example as well and finally uh, google next 18 channel so this is for the people that feel like linux academy coursera or whatever other source they're using is not enough um, try to watch the sessions and it also has the newest uh, announcement in there uh, and again, for the GCP Cloud Architect, um, those there are a lot of links I have put together. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of reading. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, but those are, I think this is this is covering maybe <laughs> like eighty percent of the topics that that, that will appear there. <laughs> you had you had everybody until you shared that list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll share it. <laughs> Um, okay, so thanks a lot. Uh, that would be me. I hope this is this this was uh, this was helpful for you guys to start your journey. Uh, and, and I'm looking forward to continue this with some uh, technical knowledge as well. Yeah, thanks, Conrad. That was really good. Um, yeah, so if anyone has any questions, as we said at the start, um, you can use the hashtag be brown bag. You can reach out to Conrad on Twitter. 
Um, I noticed actually fun enough about a week ago that we've actually done one session, also kind of an intro to GCP um, on the the USB brown bag. So look out for that as well. That's quite interesting. Um, also, there's a little bit of an intro. And then, yeah, hopefully we can carry on the series. Um, I've reached out to a couple of people to try and get them on it, get them starting going through the different things. We'll probably go through the Cloud Architect, um, especially because a lot of us are infrastructure people. So I think that does lend itself to some of our knowledge base. Um, and as I said, also, we're hoping to start a Python series um, from the USB brown bags. Um, obviously, as with any of these, they're all recorded, so you can watch them whenever you want. You can you know, use your, your favorite podcast players, etc. cetera. Um, as Conrad said, you know, watching things at one and a half speed. If you want to even do that, then you, you can do some of the view brown bags like that. Um, we've also got a YouTube page where you can do it as well. Um, so, yeah, please, um, if you know GCP and you want to use it um, and, you know, want to come on and do part of the series, please reach out to one of us. And if you take the exam and some of the information we've passed on is helpful, then please let us know as well. And, yeah, again, thanks, Conrad. That was really good. Yeah, thanks, Rick. That was a pleasure.